G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some insights today into the youth of Australia with the recently released results of the largest national survey of Australian young people. Mission Australia's Youth Survey 2021 was open for all young Australians aged 15 to 19 to have their say. Now, it's important that young people still have meaningful opportunities like the Youth Survey to share their thoughts, concerns and aspirations to shape policy and service changes that are important to them. Ben Carblis from Mission Australia is joining us. Hello, Ben. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ben, the current survey, and I said it was 2021, but I guess we're talking about results from last year's 2020 survey, and then, of course, there's a 2021 survey coming up. But the latest youth survey, what were the major results that you can highlight? Well, Neil, it was a very interesting year last year. I think we've all experienced the challenges with uh, issues with bushfires and we've just recently had floods but in particular the one that really uh, impacted us was COVID. Uh, And over the years of us doing the survey, you mentioned we've we've been doing this, we're into our 20th year now, um, we've had a range of different issues that hit the top but last year the issue that really occupied people's mind was equity and discrimination. Our young people were most concerned by that, followed uh, by COVID-19. Now clearly that was the first time that was raised Uh, And mental health was the third issue. Uh, Mental health has had a meteoric rise in the the issues of most concern over the last five to ten years. But discrimination, equity and discrimination, was the one that hit the top uh, this year for the first time. Ben, I don't know whether you're able to unpack that a little bit, but what does it mean when young people say equity and discrimination is our biggest concern? Yeah, so a, a question that gets asked is, you know, young people are asked about their experiences of unfair treatment in the past year. Uh, and 27% uh, uh, of people that responded said they experienced some unfair treatment. And 55% said that they witnessed unfair treatment. So the questions go to, did someone experience it directly or did they see it? Uh, and uh, so of those that experienced it, said they experienced unfair treatment due to their gender and 30% um, due to race or cultural background and 26% uh, based on their mental health. Uh, So that's how people experience it directly. But in terms of what people saw or witnessed unfair treatment, 62% represented that it was due to a person's race or cultural background uh, and 50% or 49% based on their, their gender. And as you say, the second biggest issue identified was COVID-19. No doubt that contributes to the first biggest and it probably has its impact on everything else that was said in the survey as well. That's right. I mean, COVID-19 just really uh, impacted uh, our young people. We're going to be asking uh, a range of different questions this year. As you mentioned, the survey's opened and it closes uh, on the 9th of August, so I just thought I'd throw that in there to give uh, uh, listeners an opportunity to, to have a look at that. Um, 
So it'll be very interesting to see how this impact continues. But our young people were concerned with COVID. They were concerned um, with issues in regards to education, uh, being able to you know, complete their education and engage effectively, and also their own mental health. Um, and so the issues of COVID-19 was something that really started to, to raise um, uh, you know, the, the young people's attention. If we're talking really big picture here, I wonder whether there's anything here you can glean that perhaps uh, the future of young people they feel is a little uncertain. And, uh, you know, you're asking the question, this is what they say. How do you interpret those sorts of responses around certainty for their future? Yeah, I mean, certainty for future is something that, uh, I mean, one of the, one of the key uh, questions that we look at uh, for our young people is that, uh, and what often gets raised is their concerns for employment, their concerns for a job. Uh, what does that look like? What, what, what are their chances of, of being able to secure what their dreams are and what their hopes are? And as we all know, we want to do everything we can to give our young people the best opportunity to reach their potential. Uh, and so um, securing a job was something that um, created a level of uncertainty uh, through the impacts of, of covid and we can see uh, externally the impact of the unemployment rate. The unemployment rate rose uh, quite significantly throughout last year and the youth unemployment rate in particular rose. That got over 13%. Uh, the, the national unemployment rate got up to in the sevens, but the youth one got up over the 13% mark. Fortunately, it's dropped down a little bit. But employment was something of, of real concern for our young people. Ben, special honour to you and the team at Mission Australia because uh, the Christian organisation of Mission Australia has demonstrated having the biggest listening ear to young people because this is seriously the biggest youth survey, isn't it? And it affects uh, the way that policy is even formed by the major political parties. So it really is a very powerful statement when young people respond to your survey. That's right. I mean, over 25,000 young people uh, responded last year. I think it was almost it got close to 26,000, uh, which is great considering the circumstance that we have. Um, but the, the the power of it is the is the collective voice of our young people, uh, and we've been running it coming into now 20 years, and we've got uh, 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 a history of hearing the voices of young people, and and now that's created some groundswell of being able to engage with. Uh, key policymakers, with government, uh, to really inform the debate um, to ensure that we can meet the needs of what our young people are. And one, one, one of the key things is, is that we need to engage our young people to help design the programs to meet their needs. Now, the survey takes something like 20 minutes to complete. Uh, clearly, young people are happy to take that time and fill in what is an online survey, but uh, but it ke- keeps getting bigger every year, Ben. That's right. Well, young people um, uh, need a voice, uh, and this is clearly a platform where they can have an opportunity to, to share that and have their say. Uh, we're really encouraged by the schools that really get on board, and we'll encourage more schools to get on board. Um, uh, but local church groups, um, to be able to... Uh, uh, invite uh, their youth groups to be able to have their say because um, the more voices, uh, the stronger, the, the greater impact um, that uh, they can have. When you've done an assessment of the survey and there are breakdowns of all sorts of statistical figures and you forward those on to various government departments, no doubt churches are interested in all of these sorts of things. People are interested in the research that goes behind young people. What sort of what sort of interaction do you have with these policy-making bodies? 
There's, there's great interest and it, and it gets better. Um, uh, most years we have an opportunity to sit with senior bureaucrats or senior uh, politicians and uh, senior government officials uh, to, to understand and go through the breakdown of what the youth survey um, has. Now, we often cut and slice different areas of the feedback that we get. You know, For example, what is it saying about mental health issues for our young people? Uh, what are the differences between uh, what Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander young people are saying? Um, what, what are the things that people that may be in lower socioeconomic areas are saying? And so we can get some insights from, the, from what the young people are saying and compare it to what the rest of the young people are saying. And so we can get some comparative uh, information that really does uh, give us a feel for, um, uh, for what's happening. For, for instance, 39% of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander uh, respondents had experienced unfair treatment in the in last year's survey, compared with 29% of non-Aboriginal uh, and Torres Strait Islanders. And so we're able to glean those insights and comparative information and then speak with the organisations and engage with organisations where we feel that policy could be written and designed uh, to help those young people. We might be impressed that the government has a listening ear for the thoughts and attitudes of young people. Uh, what we're not always aware is that you are, in fact, being the uh, in-between, the, the go-between here, uh, where Mission Australia is the listening ear and passing on this detail through to the government so that there is a voice to our policy makers. You're encouraging all sorts of groups to be participating in the next one. Uh, you said the next one is due by August, but so schools, sporting teams, community youth groups... Uh, religious youth groups, community service organisations, you want them all uh, to pass on through all of the young people that they have in their networks to be participants in this. That's right, Neil. The, the more the better. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, the collective voice is what, the, what, is what brings power here. As an organisation, we have the privilege of being able to uh, pull that together uh, and be able to... Uh, put it in a way that people can engage with, but it's the power of those people that respond uh, and their voices that we want to be able to amplify. And, and the survey is just a vehicle to make that happen. So it's open to 15 to 19-year-olds. And uh, no doubt there's a new age cohort coming through uh, each year into that. And so there are going to be fluid changes to the way young people feel. I wonder, just before we wrap up our conversation today, Ben, if you've got 20 years' worth of detail, uh, is there anyone there doing an assessment as to how youth attitudes have been changing in Australia? Yes, no, we do look at that. We've, we've, we've seen a, a range of differences. Um, interestingly, the um, as I mentioned before, over the last seven to ten years, I would say, we've seen an increase in people's uh, concerns with mental health. Um, uh, and uh, that's that's been a real challenge, but it's also illuminating, which allows us to be able to advocate for programs in regards to that. Concerns with alcohol and drugs has been something that has been there for some time, over that 20 years, uh, and, it, and, it, and it always uh, hovers around one of the top issues. Uh, discrimination has always been there, but it really took a step up uh, in the last year. Um, and so we do see the trends um, that come through. Now, that could be brought on from a range of different reasons, but uh, it's really important to, to listen to the voices of what the young people are telling us so that we can respond accordingly. 
That's good, and it's not even a time to moralise about what young people might think or their attitudes might be, but it's a way to glean what those attitudes are and a, a powerful tool to use. And let me point listeners to the Mission Australia website, missionaustralia.com.au and uh, forward slash youth survey. That's where you'll find a link And the encouragement there is for young people to participate in that youth survey so that there is a broad cross-section of young people who are telling uh, Mission Australia and therefore uh, government agencies and those who are planning the future of young people just how they feel right now. missionaustralia.com.au forward slash youth survey. Ben Carblis from Mission Australia. Ben, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and thank you for interest and to that of your listeners. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.